Welcome to Accessible Art History, the podcast, the best place for art history lovers or anyone that is curious. My name is Annalisa, and I'm here to share an incredible work with you. Just a quick reminder before we get started. All sources and images will be posted on the Accessible Art History blog. You can find the link in the episode description as well as on our Instagram at accessible.art.history. Now that we have that out of the way, let's get started. Welcome back to Accessible Art History, the podcast. In this week's episode, we are moving away from traditional Impressionism and into the world of Neo-Impressionism. This period of art history is marked by a constant change and scientific examination of what art could be. To highlight this, I'll be discussing A Sunday Afternoon on La Grande Jatte by Georges Seurat. Often considered this artist's greatest work, this painting seems to be a representation of a sunny day in Paris, but it's so much more than that. So to learn more, keep on listening. Upon first glance, the most noticeable thing about this work is its enormous size. It's an astonishing 6 feet 10 inches by 10 feet 1 inch. Once the eye acclimates to the size, it can take in the scene. It's a beautiful sunny day. Groups of people are spread out, interacting and relaxing. In the late 19th century, Sundays were typically the only day off that the middle and lower classes were allowed to have. So they took advantage of this and enjoyed the nice weather. The park grounds are lush and verdant. There are tall trees that provide plenty of shade against the bright sun. The water surrounding the island is as blue as the sky, and there are a few sailboats floating casually. All of these details combine to show a brief snapshot of an ideal Parisian Sunday. However, we can also see Seurat's artistic touch on this piece, making it clear that he took time to contemplate how he wanted the elements to come together. Firstly, this piece is a flat composition. There's only the slightest hint of three-dimensionality, especially compared to the recent works that we've studied in this podcast. This also gives a sense of stillness. It's almost as if every figure is holding their breath. Like recent podcast subject, Renoir's Luncheon of the Boating Party, Seurat chose to paint a scene from real life. The Ile de la Grande Jatte is an island in the River Seine in Paris. Adorably, the name translates to the Island of the Big Bowl. In the 1880s, it was a public park that people would go on as their, as I mentioned before, one day off. At this point in history, Paris was quite industrialized. So this island offered a fresh, clean, green space for people to enjoy, made it the perfect setting for Seurat's painting. Today, the island is popular with the wealthy. Around 4,000 people have homes there, including billionaire Richard Branson and a former French president, Nicolas Sarkozy. However, there are tours offered that show locations of Impressionist painting. Next, we're going to dive deeper into this painting, but first, let's take a quick break. brain needs support and new ollie brainy chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health made with scientifically backed ingredients like thai ginger l-theanine and caffeine brainy chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus stay chill or get energized be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com that's o-l-l-y.com these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration this product is not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease Hey there, my name is Annalisa, and I'm the founder of Accessible Art History. As a part of my content offerings, I produce a podcast. For the first several seasons, I will be discussing 50 objects that shape the history of Western art. From prehistoric cave paintings to contemporary art, I'll be covering it all. 
The podcast was designed for everyone, from the casual couch historian to a museum's expert. It all fits within the larger mission of accessible art history, to create a space for art history lovers, students, and anyone who is curious to explore all periods of art history and human creation. New episodes drop every Monday on your favorite podcast platform. Make sure to follow the Instagram page for all updates at accessible.art.history. back, let's take a look at this new period of art. Despite sharing part of a name, Neo-Impressionism is a fairly clean break from Impressionism. Instead of focusing on the moment, art was now more of a scientific study. This is especially true when it came to color theory. Seurat was influenced by the works of Charles Henry, Ogden Rood, and Michel-Eugène Chervaux. Chervaux's book, Principles of Harmony and Contrast of Color, was quite influential. It led Seurat to believe that small dots of color, mixed by the eye instead of on the palette, have a much larger visual impact. Artists were drawn to this new way of thinking. In fact, Vincent van Gogh, who I'll discuss next week, loved this new form of art. He called it a fresh revelation of color. The term Neo-Impressionism was first coined by art critic Felix Fignon when he saw a Sunday afternoon on the Grand Jatte. It makes sense. There was still the sense of color and light as Impressionist works, but there was just something different about it. That difference is called pointillism. It took Seurat a full two years to develop this technique. It was all about complementary colors and forcing the eye to mix them together. He started off by painting small, horizontal rows of brushstrokes. Then he placed tiny dots, aka points, to create the composition. By doing this, Seurat believed that he was creating a sense of permanence. He was inspired by the flat compositions of Greek and Egyptian sculptures and Renaissance frescoes. To make the scene pop, Seurat painted a border of red, orange, and blue dots that provided a visual transition between the interior of the painting and its bright white fame. This modern-day trompe l'oeil makes for a striking and intense work of art. The viewer has to work hard to fully visually understand the piece. But who was the man behind this work, in theory? Georges Seurat was born December 2, 1859. He came from a wealthy family, his father worked in the legal profession, and he made a fortune in property sales. Seurat studied at both the École Municipale de Sculpture et Dessin and at the École des Beaux-Arts. He particularly liked the work of past podcast subject Eugene Delacroix for his bold use of color. 1883 was a big year for Seurat. Not only did he debut his first work at the Salon, but his next work, Bathers at Assigny, helped him to get a foothold in the Paris art community. Although it was rejected by the Salon, he was able to show it at the Groupe des Artistes Independents the next year. Seurat found this group to be quite disorganized, though. So he and some other artists he met at the independent show formed a new group that sounded kind of similar, the Société d'Artistes Independent. His personal life? Seurat was a bit scandalous. He had a secret mistress named Madeleine Noblat. Together they had a son, Pierre-Georges, born on February 16, 1890. Sadly, Seurat died the next year, on March 29, 1891. He was only 31. The cause is unknown, but it was likely some kind of illness, a form of meningitis, pneumonia, infectious angina, or even diphtheria. His young son died of the same disease only about a week later. Madeline was pregnant at the time of Seurat's death, but their second child died shortly after birth. One of his most famous works, The Circus, remained unfinished at his death. George Seurat's art and theories on color would have a profound impact on later art periods, including Fauvism and Cubism. 
A Sunday afternoon on La Grande Jatte may seem to be a simple bucolic scene, but it actually unlocks an entirely new concept of color and art. It's sad to think about what could have been if Seurat hadn't died so young. Next week is the season 8 finale. I'll be covering one of the most famous works in art history, Starry Night by Vincent van Gogh. You don't want to miss out. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Accessible Art History, the podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at accessible.art.history for updates and keep an eye out for our next episode. They drop every Monday on your favorite podcast platform.